Okay, good evening. We're up to Perik Zion. And we saw the last few weeks the story of Kalisar going to battle against the Plishtim, bringing the Arun to try to save them, the Arun being captured. The Nisim HaKadosh Baruch Hu did amongst the Plishtim while the Arun was Bestea Plishtim. Plishtim decided to send the Arun back with tremendous honor, with a wagon, a whole story how they sent back the Arun. And when the Arun came back, so the Anshei Beshemesh did not act accordingly. They didn't act with the right covet to the Arun. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu was Makkah amongst the people of Beshemesh. The Shail exactly was it 70, 50,000. How exactly you understand the Pesukim? But there was a tremendous Makkah amongst the Anshei Beshemesh. Their Simcha was turned into an evil. And they realized that they could not handle having the Arun amongst them. Now they realized that it's because of their Chatoim. They didn't act appropriately, but they realized they, they weren't up to the madrig of having the Aaron amongst them. So they sent messengers to the people of Kiryas Ya'arim, which obviously, although we're told nothing about Kiryas Ya'arim before this, but from the fact that they turned to the people of Kiryas Ya'arim to be the, the people who had been the Kabul, the Aaron, apparently they appreciated the people of Kiryas Ya'arim were Chashiva people, people who were ready to give the Aaron the appropriate COVID, and they sent. They sent the message to Plishtim, sent back the Arun, and since they sent it back, you don't have to worry, there's no Sakana involved in taking it, at least not a physical Sakana. Please come and take the Arun to yourselves. And that was the end of Perik Vav, and we're going to start tonight with Perik Zayn. Did I mention the sponsorship? I think I forgot to mention sponsorship. I mentioned it? Maybe. No. Not, not on the recording. Mention that uh, tonight's learning is sponsored by the Emanuel family. Yerotzen, the schluss of our learning should be for his family, from his mishpacha, and the schus for our should also be a schus for Shlema, for Miriam Beil, Bas Nacham, and Chai Fege, Bas Nacham, and Slave Shara Chayli Israel. So, the Kirsi Arm, what they needed a place for the Arm? Yeah, so had the, 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 the Mishkan and Shilo had been destroyed. There was no Mishkan and Shilo. At what point? During the battle? At that battle, the Mishkan and Shilo was destroyed. Was that mentioned? Not in the Pesukim, not, not outright in the Pesukim, but it's clear from the Halachelich and Chazal tells the Mishkan Now, the actual physical building, so part of it was stone, was probably destroyed. The Kalim they managed to take away from there, and they were set up. Actually, Shmuel Anavi set it up in Noiv. It's interesting, the Oren is no longer together with, until it's going to be reunited when Shlomo Melch builds the base of Migdash. But from that point, until Shlomo Melch builds the base of Migdash, the Oren and the national mockum of bringing Karbonus, which is a noiv and giving, was not together. Now, they send the Oren to Kiryas Ya'orim. So the Pasuk tells us, Vayuvoyu anshe Kiryas Ya'orim. The people of Kiryas Ya'orim came. And the Pasuk stresses that the entire city came down to get the Oren. They, they realized the Oren has to be treated with proper COVID. The Ya'alu es Hashem. They brought up the Arun Hashem. Vayuvoyu oisei obeis Avinodov Begiva, was an area within Kiryasi Aram called Giva. They brought it to the house of a fellow Avinodov. Again, we don't know anything about him, but he must have been a Khashva person if he was chosen by Kalisol to host the Aroin Bris Hashem. That's Allah Benoid Kidshu Lishmas Arain Hashem. And they appointed, they're Mikadish, they appointed one person to be devoted his entire life to guarding the Aran to make sure no one came in and saw the Aran and gave it the and mistreated Chas Shalom, the Aaron, that the Aaron was treated properly, he kept the area clean, and took proper care of the Aaron, and this was someone who was devoted to it. So the people of Kiryas Aram, they realized 
how to properly take care of the Oren. And beschus that, so the Pasuk continues, From the day the Oren was in Kiris Yorim, and it was many days, it was 20 years. And all of Kali Yisrael went Now, what's the Hemshech over here? It's 20 years was in Kiris Yorim, and Kali Yisrael behaved appropriately. When did Kali Yisrael behave appropriately? When did Kali Yisrael be drawn after HaKadosh Baruch Hu? Was that at the end of the 20 years? The beginning of the 20 years, during the 20 years, it's a little bit difficult to understand. Now, the MS is that in Pshat, it would seem more simple to learn that there was the Aram was there for 20 years, and after the 20 years, Kali Yisrael began slowly, maybe through Shmuel Anavi, bringing that Machsa and Betshuva, to go Achri Hashem, and then the next Pasuk would tell us what took place after the 20 years. And the Rabag has two pshatim, and the second pshatim of Alec brings, Taka goes al to say that the 20 years were before, it was a 20-year process of Klai Yisrael doing tshuva, and then the process, we'll see in the next psukim, Klai Yisrael is already holding at the spitz majeg of tshuva, that was at the end of the 20 years, 20 years of Shmuel Anavi working hard, doing his avoda of being machs of Klai Yisrael tshuva, going around, as we'll see, Shmuel Anavi had a unique avoda of going from city to city, and that's what the Rabag brings in the second pshat, and he has different things which in the story, the storyline will flow nicer if you learn that way, Lamashal. The Pasik tells us that Shmuel Anavi, we'll get to soon, was old, lived to ripe old age, and is then we'll see issues in his old age. Now, the Cheshbin that we said till now is 20 years, Kaisel does Tshuva, and then Shmuel continues. That Cheshbin leaves Shmuel as a Zok and everything works out well. The problem is that Chazal in Seder Adairis have a different numbering system here. And according to Chazal's system, this 20 years is from this point until Dabr HaMelech takes the Oren from Kirishi Oren to Yushalayim. Now that takes place in the eighth year of Dabr HaMelech's reign, which is after he was already... So you have eight years of Dabr HaMelech's reign, you have the two years, at least according to Chazal, of Shaul's reign, and then you don't have very much time in between for all the events that we're going to be seeing in Bez Hashem over the rest of Sefer Shmuel Aleph and well into Shmuel Bez before we get to the arm being taken up. So you have to compress Shmuel and Navi's life. Shmuel and Navi ends up being only 52 years old when he's Nifter. So, but I'll call upon him, Chazal understand that it was 20 years total. So the Pasuk's first giving us introduction. The arm was in Kiris Yarim for 20 years. Now, what's Pshat in this introduction? So it's a hemshech to what the Pasik just said. The Dasefer makes this point that the Oren was first by Yisrael didn't treat it appropriately, it was captured. They lost in battle. It was taken to the state of Pelishtim, they suffered terribly. Beshemesh suffered. So the Pasik wants to make the contrast. Don't think that the Oren Chasashon brings Klala. For 20 years, the Oren was in Kiris Yorim. And nothing bad happened. So the reason we mentioned the 20 years is it's a completion of the previous Pasuk. It went to Kiris Yorim, they treated it properly, 20 years, and Vayir Hayomim, the Lashon of Ribe Hayomim, the Minchik says, is that they had Arichas Yomim, Yomim Vishonim, they had good lives, and all because they treated the arm properly. And because of this, that's why this Pasuk is put here. Now, 
what's Vayno Kolbeis Yisrael Achrei Hashem? So when Klal Yisrael saw that the Oren, everything that took place, and they're able to look in retrospect and see the Oren was taken because they didn't treat it, treat it properly. The Pelishtim suffered. Beishemesh didn't treat the Oren properly. They suffered. Kirsi Oren treated the Oren well. They prospered. So the big picture led Klal Yisrael to do tshuva. So it was the events that had taken place over the last few prokim that led Klai Yisrael to the Yinoh, Kol Beis Yisrael, Achrei Hashem. So that's the Hemshech HaPos. What does Yinoh mean, the word? Drawn. They were drawn. Rashi says that Loshen Hamshach. It's Loshen being drawn. Now Rashi tells us that the reason that they were drawn Achrei Hashem was Be'ikr Al-Yideh V'Avoyed of Shmuel Hanavi. We're going to see more about in a minute. So Klai Yisrael now gets this Iris L'Tshuva because of the Aaron. However, it's interesting, the Chitana points out that there's a little bit maybe of a chesarin in their tshuva because the tshuva was somewhat external, it was somewhat based on the fact that they saw events, they sort of felt pushed, because they saw bad things happen if you don't do what you're supposed to do, and good things happen to those who do, and that sort of, you know, forced them, forced their hand. It wasn't so much, their lave, they didn't have a lave, and that's why Shmuel and Avi felt that the tshuva had to be taken to the next level, and that will be the hemshich in the next pasik. Now, from pasik Gimel, until the end of the parak, which it's not a long parak at all. It's 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 it's, it's, it's seventeen psukim. So we have another fifteen psukim left for the whole parak. And the main Iker time of Shmuel Hanavi being a Shafit is compressed into these fifteen psukim. Now we have a bunch more of Shmuel Hanavi as he appoints Shaul Amalek and interacts with Shaul, interacts with David of, of Shmuel, I'm sorry. But Shmuel's main time period as as Shafit and leader of Klal Yisrael is in these next 15 psukim. And Shmuel is unique. The, nov- the Pasuk in Tehillim says, <clears throat> that Shmuel, Chazal learned out, was Shokul Kamoshev Aaron. He was a unique leader in his ability to bring Klal Yisrael close to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And we see that here at the end of the Kuf of the Shaiftim, Klal Yisrael brought all the years of decline throughout the time period of the Shaiftim, is all elevated tremendously by Shmuel, who brings Klal Yisrael, we'll see in over the next few psukim to a tremendous madrig of tshuva and closeness to HaKadosh Baruch So the Pasuk tells us, V'yemer Shmuel al kol beis Yisrael, Lamer, Im b'chol levavchem atam shovim al Hashem, If you're doing tshuva b'chol lev, then hasiru asalikei aneichem yisoichichem, asalikei aneichem yisoichichem, get rid of the Avayi Dezara, the Ashtarais, seems as particularly a tahara for the Ashtarais, v'chinu levavchem El Hashem, and prepare your lave to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, v'evduhu levadai, and serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu alone, v'yatzel eschem yad pulishtim. So, the Pasuk is a number of points here. He told them that if you're doing tshuva b'chol lave, then get rid of Elohei HaNecher, and then chinu levavchem, and then serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. So the Malbim says that this corresponds to the different chelkei ha-tshuva that were necessary over here. There was, first of all, the first thing they had to do was believe. There had to be a tshuva believe. It had to be that he take away the elihei hanaycha b'yisoichichem that's inside of you. Very often a person can get rid of the external trappings of Averis, and he can even, you know, throw away things that are inappropriate in his house and so on and so forth. But in his heart, the Zorah, the Ra is still there. So the first thing is you have to be take away the Ra b'yisoichichem from your heart. And then afterwards, there's the Surmi Rabbi Get rid of the Ashtarais, get rid of the actual physical Avaydazar. 
after the Sur Meirah, both in your heart and physically, then Vechinu Levavchem Al Hashem, the beginning of the Asei Toiv, is also first believe, and then Vivdu Levade, and then Bepoil Ba'avoid. Shouldn't it be the other way? What? Shouldn't it be the other way? You're saying Levavchem Al Hashem? Definitely the, uh, the optimal on, on is the that Ayide the Pneumius brings you to the, you know, the real Tshuva is a person's Shavah, like Hashem B'chol right? Hashem doesn't want Tshuva just B'maisa, especially if it's, you know, to get rid of Ra is good even without the Tshuva believe. But, but if a person tshuva. just makes a, uh, you know, makes the external trappings of Tshuva, Hashem B'chol complains about that, you know, Hazet Soim Evchar, is that the type, we lay in Yom Kippur, is that the type of fast on Tshuva, you can you clap your heart and so on, it has to be a Tshuva that, that's real in the heart. So it's uh, going after the Al-Qasim you know. There already was a Vayinov. Right, so they already drawn towards HaKadosh Baruch but it wasn't enough, because it was somehow, they were serving HaKadosh Baruch and they weren't serving HaKadosh Baruch at the same point. So Shmuel says, we, got, we have to make it real. We have to get rid of all of the connection to Havay Dazar. And... Was it Vyatza last time, Yat-Polishin? They were currently... They are currently being persecuted by the ah. Pelishtim? So what's, what's going to be the result? So although the Pelishtim had been somewhat you know, humiliated with this whole story with the Aaron, but they still had political control over Israel, just like we find the days of Shimshin. You know, he was able to have certain limited victories that sort of caused the Pelishti excesses to be tamed, but the political control of Israel was still the out of Pelishtim. They still had a pretty hand, heavy hand over Israel. We'll see, they didn't allow them to have even blacksmiths and so on that they had very limited access to weapons, and the Pelishtim still had a pretty strong control over Eretz Yisrael. Also, it's not Lishma a little bit. What? Do you choose quickly to save you from coming? Oh, so other Rabbis, the says, before the Vayinu Achet, when they saw that, you know, the Aaron is so scary, they did Shuvah Shalei Lishma, and now Shmuel said, you have to do Shuvah B'chol of Avchem. So maybe that would be answer to you, saying that sometimes it's enough B'maisa. No, but what's the Vyatso? What? Oh, he's saying if you want, if you want, you know, he's saying if you're going to do two, I guess the people started serving at Kodesh Baruch Hu and they saw that they're still subjugated to Belish. He said if you can do Ems Tshuva believe, not just B'maisa. If it's real, then at Kodesh Baruch Hu will save you. Nobody's saying that's that. Then it still makes Shmuah here. It makes the Shleim Shmuah here. It's a result. It's going to happen. Right. The answer. Right. The Shleim Shmuah didn't work. Do the Shmuah, now it'll work. So now Shmuel actually gr- gathers Klal Yisrael together for a mass tshuva meeting. So <clears throat> apparently the first step was there. So Vayisiru, I'm sorry, I skipped the pasuk. Pasuk Vayisiru bnei Yisrael as habal and v'sa ashterois. They removed the avodah zara. They yadus Hashem levadei. Now the mafarshim point out it's very interesting if you notice the pasuk. So when Shmuel told them what to do, he stressed the lave and the ma'isa. The internal internal part and the physical and the action, but in Pasuk Dalit it just says the pu'ula that they did the physical part. So Malvim says that's bedafka. He says v'lohigid midvar amachshava. The Pasuk can't tell you what was believed. Shazil lo'yeder Only a kodesh baruch even a novi doesn't know what's going on in someone's heart. The only one ki Hashem yirah of a Pasuk and Shmuel will get to and knowing David, the only one who could see in a person's heart is a kodesh baruch so that even the Navi couldn't be made on. But I saw the, the Dasaifrim wants to say maybe a little differently. He wants to say that there for sure was the Tshuva believe because they never would have done a real full Tshuva B'maisa unless it had been preceded by a Tshuva believe. So from the fact that the Navi can be made, that the Tshuva B'maisa was perfect, is a raya that believe was also a full Tshuva. 
So now that they did tshuva, so now Shmuel says it's time for the Yeshua. We're going to gather together. We're going to gather together to mitzvah. Why mitzvah? Mitzvah was a makim that was nisim had been done for Klal Yisrael in the past, and therefore it was a makim for tefillah. And Shmuel understood that despite the tshuva, despite everything, they needed two things. They needed the koyach of achdus, the koyach of all of Klal Yisrael together, and then a tshuva, when all of Klal Yisrael comes together, so then, Menchiketana quotes the Pasuk of Heinkel Kaber Loyimas Tfilus Rabbim, that at the end of the day, the schus of the Rabbim was needed. The schus of Shmuel is tremendous, the schus of tshuva, but the schus of Tfil and Befrat, the of the Rabbim is an unbelievable schus, and that was what was needed to save them. So, the next Pasuk, very interesting Pasuk. They they gathered in mitzvah. So that, that simple, makes sense, they gathered. They drew water and spilled it out. When they fasted, then they said, There's a lot of unusual things in this Pasuk, this Indian of being shy of mayim and pouring it out. So there's two general mahalchim how to understand these psukim. There are those, Rashi and Wamshat, the Radak, who understand that they literally drew water and poured it out, and could be it was Alderech Nisachamayim, which the Torah only has Nisachamayim once a year on Sukkot, but if over here we're talking about Azman Hetabamas, so there was more latitude in how you could serve HaKadosh Baruch Hu. perhaps it was together a Nisachamayim, or could be it was more of a symbolic act of showing that they realize that they're nothing like water. It was a simon for Anovera, she says. The Redak says it was a simon for Kapora, for Tahira. And perhaps the Mayim we're referring to is the Yishbuchu Mayim, the water that they spilled was the water of their tears of Tshuva and Tfilah. But the Yushalmi and Tagmi they both say differently. They say that it means metaphorically. If you look in the Tagmi Yenison, Tagmi says, Viskanishu la mitzvah, they gathered mitzvah, vishfichu livhoin, visiyufta kemaya. They poured out their hearts and tfila like water in front of Akalish Baruch. And the Yishalmi says the same thing. So the emiss is, I saw in the Musa Anavim says beautifully that really all these pshatim could go together. Maybe not the actual physical pouring of the water, but all the different inyanim, the inyan of Anova that they poured water to show Anava, the Indian of Kapara, and the Indian of Shvich Slave Kemayim, the Indian of Demois, it's all one Indian of a tefillah that comes, a real emes tefillah. Sometimes a person is mispal, but the tefillah is, even if it's an emes tefillah, Ta'kadosh Baruch Hu, but what are you requesting? You're requesting something for yourself. You're requesting Hashem should punish that one. Hashem should do this in, in, physically, and this in Gashmius. But then sometimes a person comes to HaKadosh Baruch Hu with an emesat tefillah of HaKadosh Baruch Hu help him ruchnis. That tefillah is a tefillah that's tar kamayim. It's a tefillah that's nishma by HaKadosh Baruch Hu. It's a tefillah that comes mitoich demois. And that was the type of tefillah. They're asking HaKadosh Baruch Hu the yishbuchu mayim, the yishbuchu mayim, the yishbuchu mayim, the was there being mispal for hatzloch and ruchnis. And then taka the hemshech psukim is beautiful because then the hemshech is that was the hakdama to the whole day. Although, you know, if, 
it was talking about stamp field to be saved by the pushtim. Why does that come before we say about the fast? You think you'd start off by tzuma v'yemahu. But no, the, the tefillah was for Hatzlocha in this moment of tshuva. They realized that even that needed tefillah. And then by Yitzuma, by Yemahu, they fasted. And this type of fast was the type of fast that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, this is the tzayim evcha, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, choose a tzayim that led to tshuva. By Yemeshem Chatonu, first of all, they were misvada on their avoynas, by Adam Lamakim. They said Chatonu, the importance of vidui. The importance of Klaiso realized that at this point, they no longer blamed all their failings on not having this and not having the arm and all the issues. They realized that everything that went wrong is because of their Averis. Chatanu Hashem. First of all, Averis ben Adam Lamakim, they said Chatanu Hashem. And then they did Shuvah on Averis ben Adam Lamakim, Lachaver also. Rashi says, this came on. That, you know, they realize that you can't have a Yom Tefillah, and you know, sometimes you have a Yom Tefillah, and the guy gets sitting there crying, and he's the biggest crook, the whole, the whole town suffering from his crookedness, and he's sitting there, you know, the grace of Tzadik, you know, we, uh, you know, banging his chest, like it says in the Pasuk, that, you know, that was quoted before, that we laying on Yom Kippur, and, you know, and he can fast and cry, and he's not Ganev, and that's, that's the Tefillah, that, that's, that's what HaKadosh Baruch wants. So they realized that the tshuva that the tshuva had to come together with tshuva and the inyan had been adam chaveri as well. Now the pasuk one actually before we go right there, just one other nakuda here. So the musa Naviim, and I saw the chaymus hanoch from the chidah says something similar. It says that maybe a different shot in what's the shavu mayim over here. What was this mayim we're talking about? He says that ein mayim alter that it refers to that Shmuel drew their lave. How did he prepare Klal Yisrael for this big Yom Tefillah and Tshuva? He prepared them, Ayyadeh, the type of Torah that's Nimshach Kemayim, the Torah, Torah, he says it's Dafka in Yoni Agod, in Yoni Drush, that's Moishich Leiv Kemayim, and Ayyadeh Zeh, that brought them closer to Kalash Baruch and prepared them for the Yom Tshuva Tefillah. Now, what happens is, the Plishtim here about this uh, mass gathering and the plishtim, vayishmu plishtim, ki eskabsu b'nei Yisrael mitzvah. So the Klaish will gather in mitzvah. Vayalu sarne plishtim el Yisrael. And the sarne plishtim prepared for war. Vayishmu b'nei Yisrael. Klaish will hear is, vayiru m'bnei plishtim. They're very afraid. They're, the massive plishti army, they're not even prepared for battle. And the MS is that, and sometimes we don't appreciate this in our lives. The Malbim says, why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu bring the Pelishtim to fight against them? It was a preparation. We'll see in a minute a big Yeshua. HaKadosh Baruch Hu does a tremendous nesikali so. So they're afraid and they're crying. Hashem, why are you doing this? I was doing tshuva. You bring the Pelishtim. How could that happen? They don't realize that the whole thing is Gufa. Hashem was preparing. He saw the tshuva. And this is the answer. You did tshuva. I'm bringing the Pelishtim to destroy them right in front of your eyes with the nes nigla. And Klai Yisrael's crying. Don't hold back from being Zoyek al Hashem. Before Shmuel says, in the spouse, says, Tefillah is not enough, we need Zoyek. Tefillah of desperation. Fishyenu miyad plishtim. Vayikach Shmuel tleichol of echad. Catch up, you get me the silly from over there. And Shmuel took a tleichol of, he took a young nursing calf, and Vayalu oyla kolol Hashem, and he brought it up as an oyla kolol Hashem. So he brought an oila, and the oila was mamshech Allah of the Ruach Nevoah. Now, how could he bring a female carbon as an oila? So Chazal say from here, and he was a levy, he wasn't a kain, because it was a bama, and a bama, all the rules of Kadshim are different. 
and a bomb you could bring in a, in a cave as an oila, and a levy could do it. He brought it as a carbon to be Moshech of Lov Ruach Nevoah, by Yizak Shmuel al Hashem Ba'ad Yisrael, and Shmuel cried out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu on behalf of Klal Yisrael, by Aneyu Hashem. And HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered him. What was the answer? It doesn't say what the answer is. It says, by He Shmuel Ma'ala Ha'ila, Shmuel is still, we'll get back to it, don't forget about it. The Plishtim approached your battle, Bisro, and Akalish Baruch who suddenly released massive thunderbolts, frightening, scary noises on the Plishtim, and they were in a tremendous bahoa, a tremendous fright, they were panicked. And they just started running away and they started dropping like flies. And, and Klaus didn't do anything. They just standing there watching. So I saw an unbelievable thing. The... What? Oh, yeah, that's what I'm going to get to in a minute. But, but unbelievable, Zach. What was the answer? So the... Malbim says, unbelievable thing here. He says that when the Kol Hashem comes down, you know, Kol Hashem Shevei Arozim, Kol Hashem Bakoyach, the Kol Hashem is heard differently by different people. HaKadosh Baruch Hu answered Shmuel, and Shmuel heard a Ruach Nevoah, calm Ruach Nevoah, telling him there's going to be Yeshua. That very same Kol was heard by the Polishtim as these frightening Kolos that scared them. And that's good for the same, the Yanei Hashem, the answer that HaKadosh Baruch Hu gave him was that Kol that scared the Polishtim. It wasn't two separate things. The Radak learns that the answer was... Either sent down to burn up the oila, or maybe the answer was metaphor means that he answered, you know, he says some Hashem answered your prayers that the Yeshua you won't happen. But the Malvin's learning that it's not two separate things. There was a direct answer to Shmuel, and that answer to Shmuel, that Kail Hashem that came to Shmuel Benachas came to the Plishtim as a Kail Shaver Arazim that destroyed the Plishtim. When Klaishol saw the Plishtim running for their lives, falling like fleas, they Klaishol went joined the chase. And they hit, gave them a tremendous mack until this place called Beskar. And we talk say in our slichus on Misha Onel Shmuel Ba Mitzvah Hu Yanenu and refers to this answering of Shmuel with. Uh, with, uh, with, with this tremendous nace that took place, and this is one of the most miraculous battles that Klaishol has, they don't do anything, they don't even, they're not even holding weapons, and suddenly, Mina Shemayim, there's just, uh, it, it, it just, the battle is fought for them, and this is to show, the Rabag has a list of Te'eluses, what in, in, in Navi, and he says the Te'elus over here is to teach us that when we do Tshuva Shlema like Klaishol did, then we don't even need to come on to even any pool at all, HaKadosh Baruch will do it all for us. What about Yaakov, how they hit them? If oh, so, so we'll discuss that again in a second. But also, we say in Hishan Rabbah, just as I want to point, point out, we say that, um, if I can find it, Laman Som Tlechol of Klil Eish, you know, who, who put a clay cholov, klil eish, and that we ask a Kodesh Baruch Hu and Hishan Rabba that he should answer us in his chos. So that's referring to this. Laman sam clay cholov, kol ba'eish, Shmuel Anovi, that brought this clay cholov as a oil uh, to Hashem and brought down such a tremendous Yeshua for Klai Yisrael. Now, 
Vayikach Shmuel Evan Achash Shmuel took a stone. Vayosin bein hamitzvah bein Hashem. Vayikra Shmuel Evan Ozer. Vayemer al Heina Zerunu Hashem. Until this point, I call Shabbos who helped us. What does it mean until this point? So the Mitzuda says, I think this answers what you're asking before that. Initially, Talishal just stood there and they just watched the Pelishtim being defeated in front of their eyes. But then, at a certain point, the Pelishtim had, 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 they were in such a panic and they were just running for their lives. The Talishal said, hey, we better just join and start whacking them. They're just totally confused and running for their lives. So, until th- this point, the battle was totally miraculous, Biyad Hashem. From this point onward, then already, it was also Talishal joined in the battle. And then it was Taka, there was some physical battle. But, and, and they didn't have to do it. They just ran and, and you know, hit them like, uh, like ants like, as they ran away. But I'll call upon him. It was Shmuel was putting this stone to show Arhei Nazarun Hashem until this point was totally Biyad Hashem. Yeah. What? And the rest of it wasn't Biyad Hashem? It was totally Biyad Hashem. Over there, it was, there, there was some yeah, meaning. It was totally miraculous, meaning it was, it was an open nace. It was to rem- remind of the open nace. Now, I saw, saw beautifully the Minchitana here says that why Evan Achas? Evan means stone, and Achas means one. So why, why do you have two things? It's, it, Evan, by definition, is Vikach Evan. What's Evan Achas? So he says he wanted to remind Klaisol something else. The Yeshua came, B'schus Ta'achtas Klaisol. The B'schus Klaisol coming together as one, that gave them the schus for the Yeshua. That's why he wanted this to be constantly reminded for that, to Klaisol. The big nays came my day gathering a Klaisol. Vayichonu haplishtim v'layosu oi lovi b'vulisrol. After that battle, the Pelishtim didn't start up again until the end of Shmuel's life. And the Yad Hashem was, with the, was, was against the Pelishtim all the days of Shmuel. All the cities of Pelishtim had taken, they had to give back to Klaishol. And all these areas and the borders were taken from the Pelishtim and given to Klaishol. And even the other surrounding nations who made problems were now Bisholom with Kal Yisrael. And we'll have to stop over here because it's getting late. We'll finish Parak Bez Hashem next week. Shkech.